You're Eric. Yeah. <laughs> You're Eric. And welcome to. Okay. That's it. Okay. Hey, everyone, and welcome to The Reform Way. I am Corey Smith, alongside Eric Connor and Peter Pohl. Each week, we will bring you interviews, insights, and share our knowledge of the fitness world. We'll look at topics both in and out of the gym through the lens of an exercise enthusiast, a CrossFit coach, and a gym owner. Also, be sure to like and subscribe to stay up to date with our most current episodes. Hey, guys, this is Eric Connor, and I am here with The Reform Way. I am joined by coach extraordinaire, Mr. Corey Smith. Hello. Hello, hello. And... Games bound, Mr. Peter Pohl. Eric, how are you doing today? I'm great, man. You know, these podcasts are just, I can't wait to make them. They're so exciting with you two. I just learn something every day. You know, it sounds like you're trying to be sarcastic, but I know you're being honest. So. <laughs> I'm sarcastically honest. We've got to come up with a term for that. <laughs> mean. Yeah, just mean. Grumpy, grumpy old man. Uh, but we are, we are here today, guys, to talk about how to eat an elephant. So brilliant. Um, I have not had many elephants in my lifetime, uh, but this, this is a metaphor, right? Uh, yeah. Kind okay. of understand. <laughs> so, so I guess from what I understand, it goes that there's actually like an ancient Chinese proverb kind of talking about how to actually eat an elephant, right? It sounds quite daunting and how do you very eat an difficult. Elephant? Well, really the, the premise or the, the solution to how to eat an elephant would be what they would consider one bite at a time. Oh, very good wisdom. Mm, yeah, you know, <laughs> some dumplings um, on the side. Little dungs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One bite at a time. I'm, you know, maybe one really big bite. Maybe <laughs> lots of little bites. Uh, I would say lots of little bites, probably. Lots of little bites. Um, but we're gonna actually kind of utilize this, this, uh, this focus, this mentality, this awareness, this proverb, whatever we want to think of it as, uh, this as theme. Yeah. this theme. Yeah, as really kind of how we really see. CrossFit and what it does with our training and everything and how this actually transcends into our lives, right? Into kind of the productivity and the positivities that come out of our lives. So off of that topic, what do you guys kind of think of off the top of your head? Yeah, I mean, it's easy to, to sit here and talk about the health benefits as far as physical benefits of mm-hmm. CrossFit, right? You know, it's, it's good for longevity and like all these kind of things. Um, but the thing that kind of gets overlooked or we, we say it, but we don't really talk about in depth is the mental side of it is there's so many mental benefits and lessons you can learn in CrossFit that will carry over into everyday life. And you can take a workout that you did here and not even the physical part of it, but the mental part of it and use it in your everyday life. So getting through challenges or getting through big obstacles, like a big elephant is how do you achieve that? Easiest example I can think of is we do Murph every Memorial day, mm-hmm. big, long workout, tons of reps, lots of running. Um, everybody has a plan of, you know, how they're going to break it up. And they're like, all right, well, I'm going to, I'm going to focus on just this, or I'm going to break it into small sets like this. And I'm going to do it in this strategy. And what they're doing is learning how to need an elephant, right? Like how to take this big giant workout and break it into small bites. And so we learn how to do that with things in here. And then we take something like, gardening or moving or you know peter's you know selling his house and he's got all these tasks he's got to do is how do i break it down into small goals achieve those small goals move on to the next thing and try to kind of digest all of those steps that have to happen so we took what we learned physically and applied it to something that was in our everyday life you looked like you had something to say i was waiting (laughs) so really what you're what this translates to everybody is that the physical workout, and we look at it, whatever the workout is, you break it down to small sets. 
So you're looking at the challenge of the workout even today, and someone will want to walk in today for the first time. They go, oh, I can't do all this stuff. But if you really look at it and you go into little small sets, you can accomplish the whole workout. A lot of the workouts we have called chippers. Mm-hmm. That is the idea, chip away at it, right? Yep. Well, when you go out in the real world, if you get that mental capacity going on, no matter if it's like us in our house moving stuff around, it's just overwhelming. Business can be overwhelming. Freaking life can be overwhelming. And if you chip away at just what's in front of you, small bites at a time, it becomes very manageable. And what you kind of translate, what you learn here, both physically and mentally, is you could take out of here and go, if I can get through this, I can get through this other part outside in the real world. And so consequently, it gives you kind of a mental discipline to attack any obstacle outside the gym. That's a great term for it. In small bites. Um, There's a book by Ryan Holiday called The Obstacle is the Way. And I highly recommend it to anybody who likes to read about stoicism, but it's just a good book about talking about you have two options in life and then including working out. You you can look at life as more as a victim or as more of a master of your own fate. We're all going to have stuff thrown at us, boulders, elephants. But if we learn that that is just part of where life is, that's the obstacle, and we learn to chip away at it, we can either go around it, over it, or through it. And that's the way it goes. And the, Ryan's book talks about story after story, whether it's Lincoln, Kennedy, Grant, about how they had these big obstacles of a civil war, but how he, because of what he was raised as a child, going to the gym, and what he had to get through to get there, he was able to break it down into small bites and eventually lead the country out of the Civil War. Mm-hmm. And so, not that we're going from CrossFit reform into a Civil <laughs> War, but I'm lead, we, can, we can lead the country out of this. You never know. <laughs> I mean, but to be honest, like I would, um, from personally experiencing it and obviously working with tons of different people, I would always put my money on people that are doing CrossFit consistently to get through any super hardship. And not even really what I mean is a physical hardship. I would for sure put my money on people that way. Uh, but the ability to mentally endure uh, discomfort right. and move through it. And not every day in, like, in training in the gym, for the example, is going to be the best day in the world, right? But we still make it through. We still figure out how to get past it. We we still move from point A to point B. or what, We make these little small goals throughout it, whatever it is, right? But almost everything in life can feel simpler when you know you've been through a hard point. I agree. And I think also what you find out at the gym is that it, it trains you physically. There's no doubt, right? right. It trains you physically, right. but it trains you mentally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it's that mental thing that we're talking about to take out of here. Yeah. And um, I always use the line to my family. I go, it's not like we're you know walking through landmines in, in Afghanistan. Right. Our, I have family members that are pretty ill right now. It's not like mm-hmm. we're going through tough cancer, chemotherapy treatments right now. This, these obstacles are very doable to get around. Mm -hmm. And if you can't make it through a workout, that doesn't make you, it's the trying and the mental capacity to stay with it and come back the next day and come Mm -hmm. back the next day and put, fight the good fight. And when you go outside, that's the same thing. And so, and you also learn to Corey's original point, you learn puzzle solving. Mm -hmm. So when you go through a Murph workout, you puzzle solve because it's, it's, it's hundreds of different steps you have to take to finish that workout. So you puzzle solve. Mm-hmm. And when you go out, you puzzle solve. You go, okay, how am I going to get through this? Corey's moving into his new house. He's got to be in there by Saturday. How is he going to solve that? What looks like an overwhelming task mm-hmm. and puzzle solve that where it becomes doable. 
Well, I can tell you it's been a, a giant puzzle. Um, <laughs> and a puzzle to get, that gets crap thrown at you from the side. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow some toddler keeps flipping the puzzle over. <laughs> but I mean, exactly. Like, we bought this condo. We were ready to you know, get things done, move in, everything. And before we started moving in, there was a water leak and you know, completely derailed all that. So then it was like, all right, well, we need to get the painter there on this day. We need to try to do this before that. We need to figure out when we need to leave the other place. Like, are we doing this and all that? And every day the puzzle seems to change. But the example we've talked about, even on this podcast, but in here is like, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face thing. Mm, the old Mike yep. Tyson thing is you can go into a workout thinking you have the best plan in the world. And all of a sudden you're like, well, this isn't going to plan, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. but you're, you're in the middle of it. Nobody's coming to save you. You got to figure out how to, you know, get yourself out of that situation. And so you, you'll come up with a new plan pretty quickly. And even if it's not the best laid plan right away, it's going to get you moving forward. And then you figure out the next step and figure out the next step. And it's the, the resiliency of you're not just going to sit down and quit. You're like, I know I can get through it. I know I can figure it out. How do I do it? Not just sit down, poor me, I'm a victim mm -hmm. and I just can't do it. You know, someone else needs to come in and solve this is we're taking it upon ourselves to figure things out. I think also what you find out, Corey, to your point, which is part of it, build your self-esteem. Absolutely. Because yeah. When you look at all this stuff, it's an esteem builder. So you come in and yourself, you know, for me, like you just said, I've had those plans go out every workout. I think a lot of the window. Mm -hmm. and you need to make better plans. I do. Yeah. I, I some better advice. Yeah. No kidding. As opposed to myself in the shower. <laughs> I, this on, I can do this. And that's honest truth. I go, okay, I can get through this 10 rounds. Here's While you're in I the shower? Do. Yeah, a lot of times okay. I'll, I'll think right. while I'm in the shower. I'll, Again, I see my... you in our bathroom just standing in the shower talking to yourself. It's weird. <laughs> you know, you guys should come out and... You should close the door. Um, <laughs> but the point I'm trying to make is, is that once you get through this, your esteem starts... Yourself starts to get self-confident based on self your self-awareness. And that's when yourself starts to get better, all of a sudden you become someone out there that people can come to and go because they know that you have the self-reliance to go to the next step so all this stuff is self-imaging building yeah and if you look at it and if it's if it's taught the right way and the, the people have the right idea and a little bit has to be reinforced mm -hmm. that you could look like you failed a hundred times but the fact you tried a hundred mm -hmm. times is a testament to yourself yeah and that shows what kind of a person you are and i think you brought up a good thing of being done the right way or framed the right way is probably like little doses of, you know, trial and error and success mm -hmm. or trials and tribulations. You know, if, if you just get your ass kicked constantly, you're probably going to think the opposite of I'm not good at coming mm -hmm. up with plans or being resilient, but you did a little bit better than the last time. Okay. Like I, I figured out something and then the next one, and that kind of keeps you growing mm -hmm. is it's just pushing the needle a little bit each time versus trying to jump the whole needle over. And, you know, you're going to find that every little win is going to surmount to a lot of wins, which is building a game plan, right? right? Or, you know, figuring out how to deal with things. Yeah. And I think, you know, you look at people that come in, especially I have a handicap, 66 years old. I mean, I'm not going to be, I don't mean that's a negative handicap, but that's an age thing. Mm -hmm. Some people come with a real physical handicap and mental handicaps. Handicap might not be the right. Mental, because um, we all have mental handicaps. Like challenges, limitations. They tell me everybody's got some kind of mental handicap. Limitations. Yeah, mental limitations are, they're, they're coming from a place of a dark, where they've got to fix some things. And this is a great self-discipline location where you mm -hmm. can help work your way through some stuff yeah. and, and it keeps you on the right track and gives you the right endorphins and just build your self-esteem that way that I can do this. I don't need to fall back on these bad habits or you fall back on them less. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I think that's also really good. And like we we're talking about, what was it we were mentioning before? The games group that I think is the most that uh, have proven that they've worked their way through their self. And, yeah, the the adaptive division right. where it might be handicapped, limb missing, um, any other type of kind of things they would have for adaptive. Training. And the fact they get that they challenge themselves or at that point where they're making those kind of strides at their game, they're not handicapped. No. They just got something missing. And they're not handicapped. The handicapped people are people who don't come in. The people that are basically sit at home and eat nothing but donuts and drink Bloody Marys. Now, well, wait, there's nothing wrong with that. Guy. But just like, yeah, but just like Corey said too, like the difference in, um, and you learn it in business and all these other kind of things too. It's like just doing nothing or being like like a paralysis of just sitting back and just not doing anything is way worse than right. than making a step forward and figuring out that step was a failure or a mistake, a step or something like that. You can do, like switch that, right, right, and learn from it and kind of move forward. Like at least you're moving and moving forward and learning something and taking steps or taking some bites of that elephant or whatever right. it is versus not even trying. Uh, and they even talk about like with the mind is it's just like with training where it just needs repetition, right? We need repetitions to build muscle. Like you need repetitions of how to break down something, how to work through different steps. Like I was, none of us were good at that in the beginning. None of us really knew how to walk before we had practice and failed multiple times when we were trying to walk, you know? Well, there's a classic book I read years ago and it's called Cyber Cybernetics. It's, it's basically, it's an old school book way back when, self-help book. And they talk about how we pick, go to this table right now and we can pick up a cup, right? No problem. You're, you're mentally, you say, I'll pick up the cup and the rest of it's automatic. Imagine a baby's first time picking up a cup. Mm -hmm. It takes like 20 minutes for it to figure out where the cup is. It waddles, it course corrects constantly all the time. That's what it's like when you first come to CrossFit. You're just basically learning how to get to that first bar, mm -hmm. that first cup, that first pull-up, that first double under, whatever it is. And you're learning. You look like a baby, but you're really not. But my point is, is that mm -hmm. eventually your muscle memory starts to pick up and you go to it and it becomes easier and easier and easier where you forget all the fillers you had to get there and they, mm -hmm. they don't become part of it. And it's that same idea of the elephant. You know, you you miss a hundred times until you get it once, then you then what happens, your mind forgets the failures and just remembers the successes. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the premise of, it takes like 21 days to 31 days to start to get those memories where they can get really locked in correctly once you do something right. So. Yeah. I think it really translates outside here, guys, a lot more than we then I think people I think people out here know they translate the obvious ways is that you feel better. Mm -hmm. But the unobvious are the less obvious ways is that you do things better. Um, I, I, think, I would say being yeah, like you're saying, being successful. Right. Uh, whether whatever that is, right. but that you have not even necessarily game plan, but ways to get towards where you want to go. Right. If you want to go there, if you want to sell the house, you need to do, 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 do. There's going to be a possible derailing, but then we do, 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 do. Right. right. And we know how to work through resiliency. Yeah. Marcy and I looked at that while we've gone, gone through the last 21 days in the house, the love goddess, it looked impossible. It looked like, I'm not kidding you guys. For us at our age, house 21 years old, um, it just, the stuff we did, it's just like, oh my God. I should show you a picture or video of our condo whenever we first bought it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And you look at it and you go, God, I'm gonna do, and you go, I'm going to get this all done in three weeks. Go. And you go, well, how am I going to do this? But mm -hmm. like you said, once you start eating it away, all of a sudden the leg's gone. And yeah. then, you know, and slowly but surely, I said, Marsh, just hang in there. We got just another week to go, another week to go. Yeah. So. No, I mean, I think the easiest way to think about it or distill it down is in CrossFit, you, you get physical adversity 
right? Mm-hmm. Which is the fit, the workout, which is challenging, but that's also mental adversity and it's simulated, right? Like we're in the, we're in the simulation in here. We're saying, you know, you showed up, we're going to do this workout, which is going to make you tired. It's going to make you have to go through X, Y, and Z. But when you go out into the real world, you can't really control all those variables. So this is training your brain or training your mental capacity to go out into the, the uncontrollable, which we can control everything we need in here, go out there and then learn how to deal with it. Cause we've had practice, right? Mm-hmm. We've learned yeah, how to I, use our, so anybody that wants to try, it always comes back to anybody who, who does CrossFit or tries CrossFit or whatever, that there's so many side benefits besides the natural, oh, you're gonna get healthier. And by the way, there's a mental training besides we do all of this stuff in here that you gotta do the movement right and then you gotta count, which I'm not too good at. <laughs> you can learn mathematics. Hey, at Madison, you're gonna have a counter right there the whole time. Thank God. <laughs> no, and that doesn't have to be me, I'm so stoked. You're <laughs> so mean to me. <laughs> I'm just honest. Oh uh, yeah, it's all, by the way, my only counting error I will admit to is on double unders. But everything else I'm pretty, pretty, I'm okay on the county. Perfect. Uh, well, awesome. Uh, I think that really kind of summed up the idea of uh, the Chinese proverb and kind of really what that, that's touching on and then how that applies from from what we're doing on the daily or people that are coming in if, if it's doing CrossFit or whatever it is, but especially that we know from in here, from what we challenge ourselves through, those really transcending humongous benefits that really come from that in life. A lot more than people know. Obstacle is the way. Ryan Holiday, picking up everybody. It's a simple read. It's a daily journal kind of read. Presidents read that book. Uh, it's been read. Stoicism has been read by hundreds of thousands and millions of people way before my time. It's a great read. I highly recommend it to anybody. It's easy, simple, and it fits just to this topic. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thanks again for listening to The Reform Way. You can find us on our social media channels. Our Instagram is at CrossFit Reform. Our Facebook is CrossFit Reform. And you can listen to more of these podcasts on any of the major streaming services such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, any of the major apps, and Buzzsprout.